Hey listeners, this is the Spotlight on Grace podcast, where we're focusing on what's happening at Grace Church and how God's grace is making a difference in our lives. I'm your host, Burr Bolton. Pastor Tanya's here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're dropping this on Christmas Day. I know. Isn't if the that, technology works. Yes. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> I can't believe it. Merry Christmas. Very fun. So now, Tanya, we are covering something today that I think you are especially good at. Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> You're like, that? what are we covering? Because I, I know we're covering. It doesn't tie in. I don't know what but I'm you start, well, you start Christmas beforehand, like preparations, but you truly start Christmas celebrations on Christmas Day. I try to really think in my brain like that more than anything. Like yes. Advent is the getting ready. Yep. And then Christmas starts on Christmas yes. Day. But I think you're especially good at that because, like, me you're packing everything up on December 27th (laughs) yes by the 26th 27th I'm like oh but I've tried to get better over the years Mm. because of what kind of what we're going to talk about how it ties in but um yeah like it you're really good at it you truly celebrate the 12 days of Christmas yeah it sounds good I would like 12 gifts of Christmas like we're going to talk about yeah (laughs) so yeah listeners um what we're going to talk about today is the song the 12 days of Christmas um and how that kind of ties in um to what we believe um and now 12 days of Christmas was not written specifically that we know of for that Mm. um there's theories that it could be political related but there's also theories that it was written for catechism but nobody really knows and catechism being explaining your faith and that's what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. today yeah that's the thing I had heard that the catholic religion had been banned in England yes right only the church of England Yep, could you could only worship in that way, and so sure. this became a, a secretive way um, to teach, like right. you said, the children through catechism, which just reminded me, like as much as persecution stinks, mm-hmm. how much do we grow? How creative are we? How, much how inventive are we? Mm-hmm. When thing when life is hard in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. whether it's in my individual trials or whether it's systemic, you know, right. persecution, sure. we can see that in the history of the life of the church. Um, in so many different ways in countries where there are even martyrs, you know, being killed these days, right. the gospel is fruitful because God's word is right. not going to be returned void. And so looking at this just reminded mm-hmm. me of that, of like, that's why Paul can say, count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials mm-hmm. of many kinds, because mm-hmm. it produces all these things that lead to maturity in Christ. Yep. And so if we can learn to be thankful in that and be creative um, and proactive, even when times are hard, that's sure. to God's glory. Yep. So the first time this song was published was in 1790. Okay. So you're looking at 18th century. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no real melody attached to it till okay. the early 1900s. Okay. Um, there's been different melodies, but not the one we know of till yeah. the early 1900s. We don't know who wrote it. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of been gifted to us. I love it. Free and clear. Yeah. Um, but real quick, before we jump in, a lot of parents, I'm sure, are home with their children because kids are out of school yeah. and it's holidays and so um you may be thinking about parenting or you yes. may be too, feeling like you're doing a lot of parenting <laughs> What's that line? moms and dads can hardly wait for school, school to, to start, start again, again which yes I, I didn't i don't necessarily feel that way but i understand right. why you might i don't either i always look forward to break but i can see where yeah. that would come from so as you're at home parenting your children and you're thinking of all these questions about parenting or maybe some things are coming to mind that you need a little help with 
we want to know about those. Yes, we're excited. Because after the first of the year, we're doing a parenting series here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, And we're going to have lots of um, different angles from that and topics. And we're even going to have a few different speakers than just Tanya and I, because we do not have this market cornered for certain. We're fellow journeyers and Uh learners in this. Um, So if you have parenting questions, we would love to address those. So if you will send those in, um, and Tanya, where are we going to send them to? Just send them to me. It's fine, Tanya at ColumbiaGrace.org, or if somebody shoots you a message, I'm sure you'll see it. Yep. So yeah, any of that, we will get it, or you can just tell us maybe a question you have. We're Mm -hmm. happy to, um, to you know, maybe jot it down from there. Our but it, topic to cover? Yeah. Some of the things that we already had in mind, we, you and I have talked about, we mentioned on the podcast already, discipline versus punishment, and how those are two different things, and I think that's a big one. Yeah, we had a lot of people, something you had posted on social media, a lot of people had mm-hmm. a lot of comments about what's the difference yeah. between discipline and punishment. So I think that's, that's kind of what spurred, hey, let's spend some time yeah, on this in the podcast. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But then uh, you've been talking about resilience, teaching yes. children to have grit and right. be resilient. I think that's going to be a great topic. But I think I'd love to even get into some logistics and practical things like how to give your children direction mm-hmm. and instructions that's helpful to them and less frustrating to you. Um, how to use timeouts or yeah. breaks is actually a better word that I like to use. Just some really practical things. We want it to be helpful. Um, so I'm looking forward to it and I'm look, looking forward to hearing what people want to talk about, but we have some ideas already flowing yeah. too. Yeah. And we may need a few episodes on parenting teens. I may need a few <laughs> You're almost on parenting teens. Um, you know, so, one of my favorite lines is the first 40 years of parenting is the hardest. Yeah, just That's, the first 40. Yeah, uh-huh, That's it. Yeah. After that, it's exactly it's sailing. <laughs> yeah, so let us know if you have questions. And we're going to dig into this story. So we know the history of the song, and you may be singing it in your head. We're going to start actually at the end of the story, even though I have a book that references it. And if you're interested, it's a really easy read. It's kind of in a children's format, but it does talk about the history. And it's called The 12 Days of Christmas, The Story Behind a Favorite Christmas Song. And it's by Helen Hadel, H-A-I-D-L-E, if you're ever interested in looking that up. But it starts with the first day of Christmas, but I don't want to do that. I want to count down. That's a fun get, way so to do it. I'm going to flip to the back, and we're going to start <laughs> We're with not going to repeat all the days over and over and no, over. No, 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 no. One of the trivia questions I've heard is, how many days of Christmas, if you added them all up, would it all be as many times as they mm-hmm. say it? And I don't remember. It was. I think it's 365. Is it? Well, that so. would make sense, because one for every day. But I, that had to accidentally happen. Yeah. But I think it's cool. Math is very interesting. I, well, I think so. Surely it did. Okay, well, we're digging in. So before we get started, though, you know, probably if you've heard the song, it's about a true love who is sending gifts. Yes. And we like to think of it as like a sweet little romantic story of a true love and his or her, um, you know lover and they're sending gifts mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. but it's really the true love is actually god exactly and so i think that's really cool because that's so we need to have that frame of mind as we're going along so as you know do you remember what 12 is 12 drummers drumming it is 12 drummers drumming and so on the on the 12th day of christmas which by the way tanya Christmas starts on Christmas Day. Right. When is the 12th day? January 6th, which right. is Epiphany, right. when we celebrate the wise men bringing gifts to Jesus. Yep, which is goes along with all of this. Okay, yeah. so on the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 drummers drumming. So what's a drummer's special job? 
being out of steady rhythm, right? Yeah. Yep. So everyone can march or play the music together. The drummer has a very important job. What would happen if the drummer stopped drumming? Be a hot mess. Yeah, it would. No one would know the beat. And some people still don't know the beat, so it would be really awful. Well, so it's to remind you of the Apostles' Creed, which are the 12 things Christians, all Christians, believe about God. So it's kind of our marching order, so to say. So because the Apostles' Creed has 12 common beliefs for Mm -hmm. all believers, that is what the 12 drummers drumming represents. And that's so cool because that's a good reminder that um, we as Christians, all denominations catholic protestant and like i said all the denominations this is a core belief that we shared there's unity in the spirit in these things yep even the things that we may disagree with this keeps us marching together i love it so the beat the beat is Mm -hmm. the same Mm -hmm. the kind of flavor of music depending Uh on what denomination you attend might be different but Mm -hmm. the beat's the same yes which is our core beliefs Mm -hmm. and then next would be 11 pipers piping so what is a piper Playing like a flute, a flute maybe. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Eleven pipers piping was a man. A piper was a man who traveled through villages playing tunes on his flute, usually happy tunes. What do you think when children heard this? Do you think they were attracted to that sound? Absolutely, like the ice cream yeah, truck. Drawing, when yeah, shows that's right. up. Well, so that means that the twelve disciples. It's supposed to relate to the 12 disciples being attracted to Jesus. But if you remember, only 11 faithfully stayed with him. And so that is what the 11 Pipers Piping um, represents. So 11 Pipers Piping reminds you to follow Jesus faithfully, just like the 11 disciples did. Makes sense. Okay, 10 Lords a-leaping. Yes. Who are the Lords? What are those people? Any idea? important yeah they're important they're in charge of things aristocratic usually powerful and wealthy Uh uh-huh so their commands had to be obeyed people honored lords and obeyed their rules Mm -hmm. so the question to ask yourself as you're thinking about 10 lords of leaping is whose rules do you obey And when I think about 10 rules that I obey, what comes to mind? (laughs) Even the kids would for sure know the 10 commandments. The 10 commandments. There you go. So that's what that one reminds us of. Do you know what's next? Yes. Without seeing it? Let me think about it. I do have to think about it. Nine. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, We had our lords. Now we have our... The ladies... Dancing, just dancing, dancing. Yep. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine ladies dancing. Are you a happy person? Do you dance when you're joyful? Uh, You don't want to know. (laughs) (laughs) What happens at home should probably stay at home. That's right. All right. So do you know people who need more joy in their lives, though? I do. Sure. Do you? Yep. Mm -hmm. So God's Holy Spirit is our helper, and he gives us nine fruit of the spirit yeah yeah to make us more joyful and well and it helps gives us a good reason to dance for joy because he's our helper Mm -hmm. um and so those fruits if you don't know them are love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and they can grow inside of us with the spirit's help Mm -hmm. good stuff fabulous all right then it's eight maids of milking on the eighth day of christmas my true love gave to me eight maids of milking What do all babies need in order to grow? Yeah, they need milk. They do need milk. Did you know that reading God's word, like we've been doing through the journey, um, in the Bible is like drinking milk? Yeah. Yep. 
it's sustenance. It helps us um, grow in spirit. Um, and so Jesus taught followers eight special sayings called the Beatitudes yeah. to help them grow strong. I love that. Um, and I wish I had thought of this. I would have recorded a Bible quiz here saying the Beatitudes <laughs> because they learned that this yes. year. So eight maids of milking are to remind you of the eight Beatitudes. And if you don't know where that's found, it's Matthew 5, 3 through 10. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, blessed are the poor in spirit, that sort of yeah. thing. So. And I was... Uh, I had something recently that just reminded me that when Jesus was teaching that, he was likely saying, oh, he was saying basically, this is what my kingdom looks, looks like. like. This mm-hmm. is what the citizens mm-hmm. of my kingdom will live like. And so it's a great place to start yep. um, and to aim for the people that we want to be. Yep, because it's a very long sermon mm-hmm. that he teaches, yes. but he starts with the Beatitudes. Right. Yep. And it is what he's talking about, mm-hmm. what the kingdom of, heaven's look like, kingdom of heaven looks like. All right, number seven is seven swans of swimming. And as we all probably know from the story, the ugly duckling, swans do not start out so beautiful and graceful looking, right? right. In that story, we know that um, baby swans are kind of fuzzy and gray mm-hmm. and they're not white and graceful. Um, and so as they grow and change, they become more beautiful. Their neck stretches out, their feathers turn white, and they just become this graceful thing. So how do you grow as God's child? Well, the Holy Spirit changes you. It starts with God. God does the work. Um, but we have to kind of participate oh, in the absolutely. growth. Um, well, the Holy Spirit gives seven special gifts to God's children. Mm-hmm. And so we get these gifts to help us grow and to become more beautiful as far as not just physical appearance, but beautiful on the inside. Mm -hmm. So that reference for those who want to know is Romans 12, 6 through 8, and it says we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. And if it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Yeah. So. And those are to build up the church. That's right. I love that. That that is why we have the gifts that we Mm -hmm. have and why we need all the different gifts. Right. And I like the reminder, too, that the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit are two different things. Yes. And God, they're both gifts from God, though. Yep. They are. Absolutely. All right. Then we get to, and we're halfway through, Uh six geese a lane. And I love these because we get to start with birds, and I'm like really have a affinity towards birds so i love that we're Mm -hmm. that we're doing birds so six geese a lane do you know what people in china used to hand out when a new baby was born any guesses i'm gonna guess an egg an egg in the context clues did you really know (laughs) i was like did you really know that i didn't know the china thing but i know the eggs are symbols of new life they gave an egg because it's a symbol of new life a baby chick would be a symbol of new life think about easter and baby yeah we talk about that at the seder dinner yeah and so the, what you need to remember with Six Geese Elaine is the book of Genesis tells how God made everything plants, mm-hmm. birds, fish, man, woman. So the Six Geese Elaine reminds you of the new life that God made in the first six days of creation. Yes, that's right. So six and six. Yes. Easy yeah. to remember. Isn't that it makes amazing? so much sense. It's just fascinating. <laughs> All right. And then we're five golden rings good jobs all right so on the fifth day of christmas my true love gave to me five golden rings gold 
gold rings, mm-hmm. but especially gold, are some of the most treasured gifts of all. It's very valuable, right? Yes. Um, do you know people who wear gold rings? I do. Yeah, lots of people do, mm-hmm. don't they? Especially for wedding rings, but sometimes other rings, yeah. too. Um, well, Jewish people consider the first five books of the Old Testament, we call it the Torah or the law, yeah. to be great treasures. Mm-hmm. And so that's what five golden yes. rings represents, is the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Yeah. That's the law, the Torah. Um, and so those are the, what they're supposed to remind us of. Do you know what's next? Four calling birds four calling birds very good honey it's like you know this song <laughs> well i've i've um i might have studied a little bit oh, okay you already looked up okay. and i've been thinking about the 12 days of christmas this year for another project okay i got you okay so god created all kinds of birds with a special song have you heard sparrows chirp or pigeons coo i mean have you ever really paid attention like, i wish what's... i was really good at identifying all the different mm-hmm, bird sounds mm-hmm. but you can definitely hear a difference if you stop and pay attention. Yeah. I heard a podcast recently with um, a bird watching aficionado mm-hmm. or, you know, just a bird follower. And he was saying how when you learn birds from different regions and seasons, and then you hear the tracks that are put in movies, you're like, that could not even happen there. <laughs> in that place. Because that's, and I'm like, interesting, uh-huh. like to be that aware uh-huh. of what birds sound sound uh-huh. like that it was the wrong season for the setting of the movie or the wrong place. Uh And I'm like, wow, because really they all have different songs if we're paying attention. Mm -hmm. Um, So have you ever heard of four men though, named Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Absolutely. Well, that corresponds with the four calling birds. They're the ones calling out of the gospel to remind us um, of what Jesus came for in the good news. Yeah. So that's what four calling birds. We got three left. That's Mm -hmm. it. Three French hens. Long ago, French hens cost a lot more money than ordinary chickens. I don't know why, but they did, I I guess. (laughs) But only wealthy people could buy them. What could three expensive birds remind you of as we're talking about things? Well, I've heard two different things. Okay, tell me. So I've I've heard from my studying to prepare today, Mm -hmm. um, the three gifts of the wise men. Yes. Mm -hmm. But also faith, hope, and love. Okay, I didn't know that one. So I wasn't sure where your book Okay, went. well, uh, this one goes to the gifts. Okay. And we know three gifts were brought. We mm-hmm. don't necessarily know it was three wise men. Right. The Bible doesn't state. It just tells us three gifts. Right. Maybe more than three gifts. It may, it three may have been. Down. We yes. only know the three, gold, uh-huh. frankincense, and myrrh. And yeah. so that's what the three French hens are supposed yeah. to remind us of, is that wise men came and offered very expensive gifts like French hens, but not French hens weren't listed, but expensive <laughs> gifts to baby Jesus. Yeah. So then we've got two turtle doves. Yes. Do you know what turtle doves look like? No, not exactly. Well, they look like doves. They're oh, white. Okay. They're oh, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're white. They're also called doves, but in this song, they're called turtle doves. And do you know usually what they represent? In the song? No, just oh. in general. If you see a turtle um, dove, even with an olive branch in its mouth. Peace. Peace. Yes, peace. So long ago, people gave doves to God as a gift of love, Mm -hmm. like when they would do sacrificial Mm -hmm. um, sacrifices at the temple. Mm -hmm. And so Jewish fathers and mothers also gave two doves to God when they brought a newborn baby to the temple. Okay. So who do you think that they probably gave two doves for? Jewish oh, people. for Jesus. Yeah. Yes, oh, I'm for sorry. Jesus. You're like, I got you. I got you. Yes, like, I is this rhetorical? Or are you no, really no, answering I questions? About, no, I thought about that, that. That was the sacrifice that they made. So them. Mary and Joseph gave God two, most likely, two turtle okay. doves when Jesus was born, when they visited the temple. Okay. So 
that's what it's to remind you. I've also heard of the Old and New Testament. Oh, well, that's good too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. My book doesn't say that. That's okay. But You're that's in charge. Good. That's all right. Well, that's what this book says. I just follow along. I love it though. Uh-huh. All right. And then we get to the final one, a partridge in a pear tree. So what's the first and best gift in this song? The partridge in a pear tree. It's a small bird that looks like a little brown chicken and a brave bird that is willing to give its life to defend its babies Mm. from harm. Yeah. Who does that remind you of? Jesus. Jesus. And then also remember the birds in a tree. And what was the cross made from? What? A tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. From wood. From a tree. So let the partridge in a pear tree remind you of Jesus, the best Christmas gift of all. Who died for us on the cross. Yeah. And all of this came from our true love. Mm-hmm. Which from is, God. Which is God. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make that song so much better? Oh, yes. And like I said, truly, like, you could memorize that. Yes. And learn those things. Yes. And uh, so it's a lot of fun. And there's so many different versions, you know, of the 12 days of Christmas. So, mm-hmm. like, there's the redneck days of Christmas. Oh, and BJ can sing those to oh, you. He probably he... can't sing the 12 <laughs> days of Christmas, but he can sing the, the 12 redneck, redneck days of Christmas. Yeah. But, yes, there's yeah. fun renditions. Yeah. But. So we're if we haven't heard it already again and again and again this season, we're going to. So hopefully mm-hmm. some of these things will come to mind. Yep. And, uh, I, and that reminds me again, too, of... Um, how creative God is yep. because when I think about Christmas mm-hmm. and specifically this came to mind thinking about the song Mary did you know probably one of the most covered Christmas songs yep. ever written mm-hmm. and by all different people mm-hmm. artists in every category of music whether they believe in God or not mm-hmm. and sorry I'm gonna cry Merry Christmas I'm Tanya's crying <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise Merry Christmas <laughs> you get Tanya's tears yeah, for Christmas yeah. but um God has used that song for people sure. to say the gospel and to mm-hmm. the love of God and who Jesus is like again and again and again and again. So go oh God. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Yeah. That it's he amazing. put that in someone's heart and mm-hmm. mind to be creative. That he put it in Mark Lowry's mind of all people. <laughs> Comedian. <laughs> you know, it's God, beautiful. God though. works in very mysterious But when you ways. think of all the different people that have recorded that song and how far it's gone out, mm-hmm. God used, God can use anything and anybody to spread the gospel. It's absolutely true. It's amazing. Yep. Thanks for sharing about the 12 Days of no, Christmas. No, that was fun. I, I, last year, someone mentioned that to me, that, mm-hmm. hey, the 12 Days of Christmas. And I was like, I want to study more on that. And so, yeah, it's been enlightening for me because I didn't know all of that. No. Um, but it makes the song more meaningful now, mm-hmm. now that yep. I know the story I behind it. It's so excellent. Excellent. Merry Christmas, everybody. We love Merry you guys. Merry Christmas. God's grace is sufficient for you, even at Christmas time. <laughs>